Welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Fanatic Podcast. Hello, anybody home? Hey, And here is your host, Logan Dean. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Nerdy Fanatic Podcast. As you know, it's been a long time, but it's still me, your host, Logan Dean. Now, I have a lot of explaining to do today because I was on a run of doing three or four podcasts, and then nothing happened after that. And that's obviously my fault, and... I don't know how many of you had been keeping up with the fact that I haven't been posting or anything, um, but if you have been, uh, I'm going to give you some explanations today. So uh, yeah, just stick around and hopefully this show answers all the questions that you may have. Alright, so firstly, where have I been? And there's honestly a very simple answer to that, but the more I talk about it, the less simple it gets. Simply put, um, I've been here. I haven't went anywhere. Um, It's not like I haven't had the time to do the podcast. It's not like I've had equipment issues or anything like that. I've been here, but I just haven't recorded. And as I said, that's my fault. It It just got to the point where... Uh, I created this podcast to be a mixture of things that I love. I wanted to talk about sports, specifically the 49ers. And I wanted to talk about uh, nerd culture and comic book movies and just nerdy things like film and television. Just things that I absolutely adore. Now, one of the first things that I said when I first posted my podcast was that I'm not doing this because I have to. And... I'm not doing this to make a career out of it. I'm doing this because it's something I love and it's something I want to enjoy. And truth be told, after the first couple of episodes, I wasn't enjoying the content I was putting out, Um, especially on the side of uh, sports, because I am the biggest 49er fan there is. I absolutely love football. It's one of my favorite things in the world to watch. However... I listened back to my podcast where I spoke about the 49ers and I completely just didn't find it that entertaining. And I think it's because even though our season turned around and we ended up having a really, really good season that ended really unfortunately in the playoffs, it just felt so oversaturated. The football podcast market right now is just so oversaturated it felt like I could not say there's nothing I could say that wasn't already said and one thing I don't want to do on this podcast is just regurgitate other people's content because that's not doing what I want like I want to be my own person I want to be my own content creator I do not want to ride the coattails or take anyone else's content and make it for my own because that's just unoriginal in my opinion and so throughout the season I wanted to make podcasts when um, Jimmy got hurt and Purdy had to take over um, before he even played his first official start I wanted to do a podcast I wanted to explain my expectations 
and I wanted to go into all of that, but I didn't because the next day, the day that I had planned on recording, there were six or seven other podcasts immediately talking about the same thing. And as I said before, regurgitating other people's content is not something that I want to do. And on the second front, with um, nerd culture and comic book movies and whatnot, there weren't a lot of things to talk about. Black Panther came out in November, and it was absolutely phenomenal. I loved every second of it, and I thought it was one of the best MCU movies to come out that is a standalone movie in terms of like just being one character. Like My favorite movies are Infinity War and Endgame, just because of the absolute scale. But one of my favorite standalone character movies was Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I thought that movie was phenomenal, and I could have told you guys that, blah, blah, blah. But as I said before, there was just a lot of that. And I don't mind regurgitating reviews, because reviews are going to be reviews. So, like, I'm going to have my own opinion. I can actually give my own critiques and my own viewpoints of things that I go to see without directly having to copy someone. However, it is still a saturated market. And I got into a bad mental place where I felt like I wasn't doing anything original. And even if I was putting out good content, there weren't a lot of listeners. And I should have expected that already because, I mean, I only have like four episodes total. So I shouldn't have came in expecting to get a boom and a surge of viewers and listeners right off the bat. So that was me setting bad expectations for myself. And that's something I want to talk about today is managing expectations for your projects. Um, I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be recording this podcast because I'm at least giving some information as to why I dipped off. Um, But I do want you guys to know that if you are passionate about doing something like this, even when it gets rough and even when it doesn't seem like anybody's watching or anybody's listening, if you enjoy do it, doing it, keep doing it because eventually people are going to recognize your passion and they're going to watch. Don't set super high expectations that you're going to blow the world on fire and you're going to have a million downloads and a million listeners in your first month of doing it because that's not going to happen. And I didn't set those expectations for myself, but I think I let my expectations get a little too high and I ended up letting myself down. So that is just something that I need to avoid doing. So I understand that so far this podcast hasn't been super interesting and hasn't contained like information that you guys really wanted, but I'm just here to be honest and explain where I've been. Um, On top of just not feeling passionate about it and the feeling of oversaturation in the marketplace... I've also been trying to focus on making myself better and furthering myself and and getting a better job and getting the ability to make enough money to fully support myself and to essentially grow my ability to make content. And it's just been an insane process and it's going well so far, but I'm not where I want to be yet, so... Everything happens for a reason, and everything's going to be alright. But that's kind of where my headspace has been, is to just better myself 
and that way I can make the content that I want to make. So as I said, I'm back, kind of. I'm not going to make any promises. I'm not going to say that I'm going to put out a video every week, or not a video, but a podcast every week. I'm not going to promise that I'm going to put out a podcast every month. But I would like to try to keep this going because making these have been fun. And the episode I did with Jacob was one of the fun, funnest episodes I've been on and that I've done. However, Jacob works a lot and his schedule is quite opposite of mine. So it's been hard to try to get other people involved. I have some other friends that I'd really like to bring on. But once again, my work schedule and their work schedules always conflict. So it's been tough getting guests on here. And I know uh, that I can do the podcast on my own. It's, it's no issues. I just feel like it makes things a little more interesting getting different uh, perspectives for you guys to actually hear from. So I still have big plans coming. I still plan on making episodes. I'm just not going to be as consistent as I would like to be. So I hope that's okay with you guys. And I hope you just enjoy the fact that I'm still here. Now, um, while we're on the topic of my podcast and things we're going to talk about, I was going to make a separate podcast to talk about Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania. Uh, because that movie came out a little over a week ago. And I figured, why not just talk about it on here? I went into that movie, me and Jacob went to see it at one of the nicer theaters here in Oklahoma. And we saw it on the biggest screen that we could possibly see it on. And we had super high expectations going into the movie. Um, we were excited about Kang. Um, because his character in the comics is amazing Jonathan Majors is a fantastic actor and I loved his rendition of He Who Remains from the Loki series so we went into this movie super stoked for one of the reasons being Kang um, the other reasons is just the quantum realm in the MCU is something that we really don't know a whole lot about and I was really excited to get more information and more in depth look at the quantum realm and we did. We definitely got that. But the movie was really a letdown for me. Like, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think the critics panned it a little too hard. I think it wasn't a movie meant for critics, if that makes sense. Like, it was never going to be a movie that was going to be critic-worthy or a top-five movie in the MCU. It was never meant to be that. And I had hoped it could be a top-ten. And I had hoped that it could be better than the other two Ant-Man movies. And it, it was probably better than the second Ant-Man movie. But it it missed the mark for me on the family aspect. Like, I felt like the thing that makes Ant-Man great is the family side of things and the fact that it's such a small scale. And that's no joke because, obviously, he's a small superhero. But the scale of the Ant-Man movies haven't been this massive before. And I just, it doesn't feel like it works with a character like Ant-Man and the characters in the movie, considering some of the best parts of the original Ant-Man movies where were scenes with his old um, heist crew and his old uh, prison mates and stuff like that. Like, it just, those were the best parts of the original movies. And we didn't get that in this, really, because all the main characters were kind of on their own path. And it just, it was weird to me. And, like, I enjoyed it. I genuinely enjoyed it. I would see it again. I will probably buy it when it comes out. It just didn't meet my expectations. Now, that being said, 
Jonathan Majors was phenomenal as Kang. Like, his rendition of Kang was terrifying through the first two and a half quarters. And then, I should say two and a half acts, not two and a half quarters. Uh, and, And then it just, it fell off to me because they, spoilers ahead, by the way. So if you don't want any spoilers for Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania, click off now and, uh, yeah, finish this podcast once you've seen it. But he was terrifying in the first two acts of the movie. You, you find out that he got exiled to the quantum realm to keep him from doing the evils that he was doing. He was destroying timelines. He was killing Avengers in every timeline that he went to. He was destroying universes. He was destroying people's lives. And that was terrifying to see that he had the ability to do that. Now, Kang has never been a character with real powers. Like It's always come from his like manipulation of time and his suit that he wore. So I understand a lot of you are saying, well, this happened because of this. Yeah, I get it. But you can't bring a character like Kang, who I thought was phenomenal, by the way, even though I have a complaint. You can't bring a character like Kang. Expect us to believe that he went toe-to-toe and beat Thor. He went toe-to-toe with the Avengers and beat the Avengers. And whether or not his suit was damaged or not, you can't expect us to believe that he was this powerful but then got beat by a character like Ant-Man. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. And I understand his suit was broken. He didn't really have his powers anymore. It was more of a hand-to-hand combat thing, and um, the Wasp came in and helped. I get it. And I get that he's probably not dead. He's probably still alive. He just got sucked into his energy core for that he used for his ship. Um, but it was just really off-putting to see them end the movie with him getting beat by an army of ants and by Scott Lang. Like, it's just, it didn't make sense to me. Like, it just didn't make sense how he can be as strong as he is and lose in a way like that. But like I said, I've thoroughly enjoyed the movie, but that just didn't work. That just didn't work. It doesn't make sense how he how he lost that fight. He shouldn't have lost that fight. And a lot of people saying, oh, well, that's just your opinion, you know. It makes sense. He didn't have a suit, all that kind of stuff. But obviously it doesn't make sense because the original ending of the, the movie that they chose to reshoot was Scott and Hope being stuck in the quantum realm and Kang escaping. So originally they had obviously planned on him winning. So why'd they change it? I, I don't know. The post-credit scenes were dope. Introducing the Council of Kangs was super cool. And I think that the Kang Dynasty is going to be less of Kang the Conqueror from this movie ruling over the multiverse and more of the Council of Kangs taking over everything. And I'm excited, and I think that they are going to be real tough to beat. And I'm definitely looking forward to the future. But I'd be lying if I say a part of me wasn't a little disappointed by the movie. Now, that being said, um, I was looking forward to this movie, and but I didn't have super insane expectations for it. So even though I was let down a little bit, I understand what they were doing. 
and I think that things are still going to be fine. You know, skipping ahead, the next MCU movie to come out will be Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And every trailer for that movie has gotten me more and more and more excited. Because I just love the Guardians crew. And I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy have been some of the most consistently good movies in the MCU. Um, the first Guardians of the Galaxy is one of my favorite the second one was really good, even though it didn't live up to the first one to me. And this one looks like it's going to be so much fun. But it also looks like it's going to be heartbreaking at the same time. If you know anything about the High Evolutionary, and if you know anything about Rocket Raccoon and his origin story, and how he was a creature from space that was genetically made to look like a raccoon because rocket raccoon is not a raccoon he's a creature from space that was genetically modified and physically changed to look like a raccoon and his story in the comics is just so sad and they've teased us and they've shown us flashbacks and i think we're finally going to really explore his story here and a lot of the Guardians cast have been talking about how this is the last movie with these characters. Uh, Dave Bautista said this is his last movie in the MCU. Um, I, I just I have a feeling we're going to get a lot of deaths. And I have a feeling this could end up being one of the most heartbreaking, in a good way, MCU movies to date. And I think it'll be an amazing movie for James Gunn to go out on. If you guys don't know, he's taken over as the head of DC um, over at Warner Brothers. He is overseeing the new DC Universe, and hopefully he can turn it around. If anybody can, I believe he can. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited for the DC Universe as well. And I'm hoping that I continue to be excited so I actually have things about DC to talk about. Because, man, talking about only Marvel is, is great. But jeez, DC, come on, step it up, man, because I watched Black Adam, and that movie was so bad. Like, it was so bad. It's like The Rock hyped this movie up so much. Talking about the power struggle of the DC universe is going to change forever. And the only thing the power struggle changed was them getting new head honchos, because The Rock is just... It feels like in the movies recently, and pretty much all his career, um, he's got such an ego that he won't play characters. He plays himself. Like, he didn't play Black Adam. He played The Rock dressed up as Black Adam. It, I, I felt like this throughout his career. He didn't play um, the character on Fast and Furious. He played himself in the Fast and Furious. Like... It, it was just, I don't know. The Rock and me, I, I don't really like him as an actor recently. I feel like he's become a little bit arrogant, which a lot of actors are. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And I feel like he doesn't really have what it takes to back that up. Like, his skill set isn't anything great. I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of glad that DC's choosing not to bring him back because I have hopes for DC. Um... Ezra Miller, I don't know how the hell they're keeping him on. I don't think there's any way they do with his troubled past and stuff like that. 
I think the Flash movie is going to be phenomenal, like people are seeing that have seen it are saying it is. Um, and the Flash is my favorite superhero, so I am absolutely stoked for that. But it's kind of hard to go and watch it with a good conscience, knowing that Ezra Miller is essentially getting away with being a terrible person. And I just, I don't get it. But, yeah, sorry for going on a little rant about that. It's just, uh, like I said, comic book movies and, and this kind of world building and stuff that Marvel and DC do, it, it, I'm passionate about it. And I just, I have a lot of strong emotions toward it. So... But anyways, I think that's where we're going to end off this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I know it was a little random. I know it's sporadic. And I know that it wasn't exactly the most uplifting podcast telling you about what's been going on and how I've not been making stuff. But yeah, like I said, I promise more podcasts will come. Just maybe not as consistently as I'd planned originally. So thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good one.